Hello, pre-show announcement. Um, at the end of this episode, I had said I was going to do a review of the movie Malignant, um, you know, the horror movie Malignant with James Wan. I was going to do it with Ed, and now it is 100% my fault. I just lost track of time, and I missed my window to record with Ed to review it. So uh, at the end, I just give a quick um, review of just myself. Uh, it is, it is, I lost track of time and I it's had a million, spinning a million plates this, uh, this week. So that's why this episode is also a day late. It is 100% my fault. Um, I'll do better, <laughs> but, um, so I'll say that I'm doing it with that, but it's actually just going to be me at the end of the episode. All right. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the show. What up, yo? So, did you hear what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just did? No. He went on CNN and with that uh, Don Lemon, and he said that any player in the league that is not vaccinated should be removed from the team. And Kareem's going to catch hell for that, and we all know why, because he's, by saying that, he's stomping on people's freedoms. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Kareem said, can I find it? He said, I'm a human being first. And he said, I just don't think we should be together if you're not going to be, if you're not going to think about my safety as well. I was like, you know, there's a reason why I love you, Kareem. You, <laughs> you, you, you speak the truth, my man. They should be removed from the team and they should not be paid. And, and their freedom. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, uh, the, the place you work is also free to make those demands. Right. That's what they forget. These athletes, I think, sometimes forget they are in a work environment. Like when the NBA changed the the, uh, the dress code when they entered the stadiums, those guys were like, man, you use racism. You're stomping on my freedom, my rights. I was like, niggas, listen, I can't wear what I want to wear to work because it's a private business. They tell me this is acceptable. This is what you wear. I can't wear jerseys and shorts. If I even if I wanted to wear sweats, I have to wear some slacks or whatever, whatever they tell me to wear. Because that's what I, that's the price I pay to work for them. So they pay me so I can have a roof over my head and food in my mouth. You understand? So when you go to the stadiums, that's the NBA property. That's the NBA's business. You need to dress how they tell you to dress. That's not it's not even a, a point to argue. Vaccinations, same thing. You're in my business. I don't want people who aren't who are sick or could be sick to work here like that. So, bye. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, uh, when Biden, when or if he passes this thing, where you, you know, you have uh, businesses that have, uh, I think it's a uh, hundred or more employees. They all have to be vaccinated, or you will get fined. Like I forget something like. 
something like 14,000 an employee wow. a, a week. They either have to take the vaccination or they have to, um, oh, what was it? Take the vaccination or they have to get tested every week. And the the test costs the company to do every week. Oh, of course it does. So, and if they and if they don't get vaccinated, they don't take the test. It's like fourteen grand a day until something happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, sooner than later, uh, it's going to be the case at UPS. Either. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, we, you know, so why not the same thing with the, the NBA or the NFL or any fucking sports team? Mm-hmm. I mean, now they already have the what was it the thing that football has? If someone gets it in in on the team, the team uh, automatically forfeits the yep. the game and mm-hmm. and they don't get paid for it. Yep. And I mean, yeah. Fuck you guys. You're yeah. no different. You're no better than us. I know. It's it's the weirdest thing. I I never thought I'd live to see the day where people would scream freedom. On one side, and then on the other, well, I guess my dad lived through that, I suppose. I really haven't. You know, my dad and our grandparents and for that lived through that literally, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, white people screaming, I want to be free, while meanwhile, ironically, holding black people as slaves, you know, or exactly, you know, treating black folks like second class citizens. You know, I like I like uh, that one dude, Van Jones, I think was his name. I can't stand him, but he did say something really great. He said, I was the first class, first group of black folks to be born with our full set of rights. Um, and he was born like in 69. So, yeah, we're part of that class of the first black people to have full rights. So you don't get to tell me that your freedom, your rights are more important than mine. You know, I, I know what having full freedoms are. My parents may not. My grandparents may not. But I sure in the hell do. So you guys need to need to get off your high horse here. I mean, you, you don't get to tell me this is what I'm going to do. Screw you. That's not how a, a functional society works. Nope. It has to be. It's like a marriage, man. There has to be give and take. That doesn't mean you guys won't grow apart. It doesn't mean you guys still won't get divorced in the end and it won't be amicable. But there's give and take, man. If you're not willing to give, then don't get married. You know? And if you're not willing to give, by all means, man, don't go to your job. Maybe work from home. How about that? You know, how about how about we have this option for kids? Uh, they could they could go they could be homeschooled through Zoom, like they were during 2020. If they don't want to give their kids the vaccination, there. That's a perfectly logical, you know, give on my part. Yeah, y'all do that. Work from home and every kid school from home. There you go. Everybody's happy. But yeah. no, that's not it's not that simple. It never has been, never will be. No, no. Oh, and on a funny note, away from all this shit. I watched this uh TikTok video where this guy was screaming this black dude was screaming at this white dude why he had um the Confederate flag. The guy screamed it was my heritage. And he said, What? Why would you still why would you carry that flag? He said, Was the fields my family used my families used to own? The brother said, Who used to work those fields? He said, he said, do you understand how expensive a slave was back then? And the white boy looked into the air like, that's a shitty argument. I'm using yeah. a black guy. Hmm. <laughs> and he looked like if they hadn't a cut, it looked like he was about to walk away. Like he really realized what he was saying. <laughs> like, like, I that's the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. What 
I need to go sit down. I, I, about, I watched that about 10 times. It was so funny, the reaction. It was like a it was like a movie. It was like watching an actor perform in real life. He was like, yeah, I I shouldn't have said that. I, I'm going to go sit down now. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a shitty argument, but he made it. Oh my god, I would have laughed out loud. Are you really making this argument? Are and you the whole, making this argument? I never understood the whole Confederate flag thing. Uh, they just won't let it go. It's heritage, not hate. Oh, shut the fuck up, you redneck. I know. I know. It's like they're so. It's like they're. I'll say this, and then we'll move on to actual geek stuff. It's like they. There's there they white American culture is so void of anything interesting at the <laughs> I don't care how it sounds. That's interesting. Well, be, well, look at it. Look at it this way. They always want to say, "Oh, they always." My favorite is is always if white people have, you know, if it's just like you know like we were talking like you know stereotypes and how mm-hmm. there's some truth in stereotypes it's very milk toast that's why they always want to incorporate like native americans oh i got a native american that white people no one says it more than white folks mm-hmm. uh they got someone native american in their family oh or, god yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which is, nine times out of ten isn't the isn't the case yeah like johnny depp is part <laughs> cherokee or something oh whatever. oh oh dude it's like one I know, like one like, percent or one half of one half of one it, half of one. It's like one eightieth or some bullshit. Yeah. That's how they tried to justify him playing Tano, which that's the whole reason he was in makeup the entire time and never spoke because he's so not that. I know, I know. It's- so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have a buddy. I give shit at work too. I give shit to him because he belonged to this group, and uh, yeah, he listens, so he might he'll know who he is. But I, I I give him shit about it because he's he's belongs to this native group, and he I asked him what is your uh, what percentage is your ancestry? He's like one sixty fourth. I was like, that's the one drop rule, baby. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, you know, I like this dude. He's so he's a, he's a really good dude. But I was like, get the entire fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> I am more Korean than you will ever be native. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I and, know. I'm, and I'm like one fifth. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, 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 it, 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 it's so, it's so ridiculous. It's like, it's like, I always thought that I was like, um, uh, a quarter native American until we got our DNA test back. Turns uh-huh. out I'm not. Nowhere in my bio is is, is Native American because my grandfather, my mother's mother, my mother's father, always said that his mother was like full blooded Blackfoot or something like that from from West Virginia. And God, I've never I don't think I've said this on the show before. He um he he was so goddamn he was so ashamed of being half white that he said he was half Native American. Oh, so he just made that shit up. Yeah, he did. I, we found <laughs> out because my mother said she could have applied for all these different scholarships. She said I could too. And I started thinking about it. I was like, well, maybe if I go back to school, I go back to school for free. I can go down and visit Anton on, on his job, working at the at the, at the the Native American casino, maybe get a job there, get some money. I don't know. And then the DNA test comes back. And I'm like, I am zero 
<laughs> and I thought about it. I was like, that motherfucker hated being white so much. He lied. <laughs> I was like, and this man was born in the teens. I was like, I I would have thought he would have been proud to be part white, a black man of that light skin going back. My grandfather looked like Wentworth Miller. And if you guys Google Wentworth Miller, you'll you'll see he looked like that or Adam Clayton Powell. Yeah. Well, I remember showing you that I sent you a picture of this grumpy looking old white man. Well, he was black, but it looked like a grumpy old white man. And it was my uh, my grandfather's father. And yeah. it just, as I think I showed, it was years ago. I remember showing you that photo and he was just it just looked like a grumpy old white dude. But both of his parents were black. They're just mm-hmm. very, very light skinned. And it's amazing that you said uh, I want to go back to your point about uh, uh, culture. White people really don't. White Americans are like Black Americans. We don't really have a culture. Culture. No, no, we Their don't. Culture is being is being slave owners and colonizers, which they hate. But it's true. But that's, that's what it culture. is. Yeah. Once you left England and landed here, you were you you branched out and became a new culture. Same with American Black folks, except we have a little more uh, rooted because we a lot of the stuff that has been you know literally taken from us we started like yeah you know, like music and uh Most and, of music, clothes yeah. mm-hmm. style style, pretty, style. Pretty, yeah style. i mean because the american black folks are there's no one else like us anywhere no and if we walked off the if we disappeared off this planet i would shudder to come back in a hundred years to see what kind of music and clothes and style there would be and entertainment, it would be yeah. awful. I think it'd, it'd be, be awful. Yeah, I and I, 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 I bet mo- most white people would agree. They don't want it, but they would. It'd be uh, everything would be boiled and bland. Oh and yeah, mayonnaise would be on everything. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm one of the few black folks that like mayonnaise. I like. The, I don't like a dry ass sandwich. And it's I not can't. like a Patrice O'Neill. He said that too. He said he I, eats dry sandwiches. I can't. It's, fuck that, man. Nah, I can't, I can't eat mayonnaise, man. It makes it. It makes me gag. I've been away from it for probably twelve to fifteen years of keeping it away from my from me eating it. And whenever mm. they actually put on a hamburger, I instantly feel sick. Instantly, I, feel sick. I I can't eat a dry burger, and I don't like hot sauce on everything. So I don't. And you know what? I don't like hot sauce at all. I don't like hot anything. No. I well, I take that back. I like hot mustard. That's as far as I go. That and maybe uh, hot mustard, and I like uh, horseradish. I did realize though, I like hot barbecue sauce when i'm barbecuing when i'm like baking my chicken and i put barbecue sauce on top of it like hot spicy honey i put uh-huh. i accidentally put it on the chicken i didn't even realize i was eating it but i was as i was eating i was like this chicken has a little more punch to it oh, okay i accidentally bought spicy honey instead of sweet honey and i was like oh shit i must like this i'm gonna eat it now <laughs> it's like <laughs> i would never have done that on purpose Never done that on purpose because I like everybody will tell you know me. I, I have like five things I'll eat and two things I'll put on what I eat. You know, I don't right. but that was a new change. It was like it was an accidental change. I was like, oh my god, I can expand myself. This is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. I... Let's nerd it up. All I'm right. Ready now. Except Let's... for wait, 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 wait. Nicki Minaj said that the claim is fa- false about the swollen testicles. Continue. Uh, what was that about the vaccine? Yeah, yeah, no shit. 
she finally came out and said, "Yeah, she 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 looked into it and found it to be false." I was like, "You should have known." I knew it was it false. false. When he I, said it to you. Yeah, I knew it was false when when she said it. I was like, "That's not that's not a thing." Yeah, no, that's not a thing. I was like, "Why are you people doing this?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go backwards. Let's go forward. Let's. All let's, right. Let's start out because I it's, these people make me so angry. I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours and hours. So <laughs> let's continue. All right. Um. Uh, before uh, uh, before I forget, I wanted to bring up we lost Melvin Van Peoples. Yes, legendary filmmaker and um, did you cut out? Sorry, uh, uh, I cut out. I cut out because I got a phone call, but I, I kicked it. So it kicked me out, but it didn't kick you out. So I don't know what you said. Oh, I just said rest in peace. You know, at least we got Mar- at least we got uh, Mario. Uh yeah, Melvin or or, or yeah, Mario Van Peoples. You're yeah, right. It's Mario Van Peoples. I yeah, know. I don't know. I know. I I was screwing up, but um, he. Uh, I know who that motherfucker is. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me! I just you get got another a- phone call. <sighs> who Can is I- it? It's Heather. Uh, okay. If it's, if she's calling twice, you might want to see what she wants. I'll no, wait. she texted me. I'm gonna. Well, folks, this is odd. I'm gonna have to get back to you. Give me, give me ten minutes. I gotta drive up the street and let her in. She locked herself out of the house. <laughs> oh, poor Heather. Go ahead, man. Just call me back. I'll be here. <laughs> so, folks, uh, there'll be a, just a moment for you, but about ten minutes from ourselves. So, I'll I'll call you when I when I get back to the house. Okay. That's what that's what I mean. Just give me a call. I'll be oh, here. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. So yeah, there's that. All done. <laughs> how, come how come she didn't come to you? She was she. The street, the street is. Uh, I don't know why she didn't come to me. She was standing on the side of the street. Oh, I know why. Uh, she because uh, they're building uh, on Capitol Highway. It's such a busy road. They're building a. Um, they're building a. Um, what do you call it? A sidewalk that goes from the freeway all the way into the village. Mm-hmm. So for the next eighteen months, it's a that street, the street that I used to live on, that you know Eloise and Heather currently live on, is one way. Oh, so she had since I'm off, you know, I'm I'm just down the street, but I'm off on a side street. So she just walked to the corner, and I drove up, you know, up to side street. Not all the way, because otherwise I'd have to go all the way around, go down. You know, she was just she was actually saving me time. It was actually faster. Well, I guess she could have come down and get the key, but I didn't care. I didn't care. Ah, it's not a matter of caring. I was just curious. Like, yeah, it just came to you, got the key and left. I mean, yeah, and then you could pick it up later on. But I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, you know, she could have. I didn't even think of that until I just uh, I know why she did what she did, but she could have just done that. Didn't matter. All right, so we were on uh, Melvin Van Peoples. Yes, died. the great Melvin Van Peoples. Uh, he died uh, last well, died last week. I think it was Friday, mm-hmm. and he was eighty nine years old. He was a lot older than I thought. So he's lived a full life. It wasn't like a sudden loss, but good for yeah. him. Good on him. Yeah, good for you, bro. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's kind of he's a legendary director. He is didn't direct a ton of movies, but he has a couple that I like a lot. Um 
Stop messing with that thing. I, I heard didn't you, do anything. I heard you moving that microphone around. I and, be, and before I before anything. I can even get out, hey, stop moving that mic around. You cut out. I didn't do anything. I bumped the mic. I didn't move it. Okay. Uh, Whatever. Just finished talking about Marvin Van Peebles. God damn it. <laughs> damn curse day. Great director. I had this long said quote. Yeah, I had this long, you know. Thing I wanted to talk about how great he was. Now I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you child. <laughs> God, I don't care. Damn, God damn. This is a third interruption. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, um, he, uh, people, uh, well, not people, I say, he's really the beginning of the black exploitation era. Because before then, um, you know, they just said, "Oh, black mo- black people don't go to movies," which was stupid. Or they didn't yeah. they didn't think it was uh, movie studios didn't think it was lucrative to cater to a black audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, he made a he made an independent movie for one hundred fifty thousand. This is in nineteen seventy one. Um, um, with the Sweetback's badass song, which is if I own that movie. And you watch it now; it's kind of fucking crazy. It exists, really. And you've never have you ever you've never seen it? I don't know if I've seen it or not. It's been if I did, it was so long ago. I don't remember it, I, so I can't tell you yay or nay. Okay, I know well, I know I had a time when I did try to watch everything Mario and him did, but I couldn't tell you if I saw it or not. Okay, well, Sweetback's badass song is. Now let me let me look up the synopsis real quick. It's weird. You sound you. I get a lot of um, getting a lot of um, a lot of um, background ambient noise. Usually you just come through pretty clear. I don't know what's what's different. I don't. Uh, you know what? I don't care. I don't want to go through another. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's nothing different. The fans are all like they're always on. You know, Stephanie wants the room to stay at a certain degree, so I don't turn them off. And you've never complained about it. Well, because I never uh, hear it. I never. That's hear what I mean. It. So that hasn't changed. I hear it now. So that's that's, that's weird. And the dog is doing what the dog does, making me throw her a toy, but you can't hear her. She's on carpet. No. So. All right. Now, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song is a 1971 movie. Uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. After, after saving a Black Panther from some racist cops, a black male prostitute goes on the run from the man <laughs> with the help of the ghetto community and the disillusioned Hells Angels. And uh, that's exactly what this movie is. Uh, and he's a male prostitute for women, not men. Ah. So, so, because he's so good, women call call him, and it opens, dude. It fucking opens with uh, uh, you could never do this today. Uh, a thirteen year old, um, Mel Mario Van Peoples mm-hmm. strips naked and has sex with a, an adult woman. She paid him to have sex with her. And uh, it opens with a sex scene with a, uh, this 13-year-old screwing this uh, grown-ass woman. And then she throws her legs up in the air and goes, sweet Becky, like, you're the best. <sighs> and that's opening credits. I remember watching this going, what the fuck am I watching? Anyway, wow. this, 
Yeah, and it just and you know he does it, the rest of the movie is just that he he you know there's some racist cops that have this Black Panther and he uh he you know fights the cops and the rest of the movie is him running from the law until the very end where he gets away and and it's it's, it's a very you know. But for the time, it was like the shit because there was no black led movies like that where black people win. You know, they mm-hmm. fight, they fight the cops. Anyway, it, it kickstarted, you know, black exploitation because this movie cost one hundred fifty thousand to make. He did it all independently, completely on his own. Uh, so one hundred fifty thousand in twenty twenty one dollars is about nine hundred thousand now, just shy of a million. I was thinking and, it'd be about a mil, yeah. Just shy of a million, and um, he ended up. It ended up making fifteen uh, million dollars. So adjusted, no, it's not bad at all. So adjusted for inflation, that was about ninety three million dollars. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, uh, needless to say, studios took a they took a, a notice to that, and uh, they're like, "Well, we got to start making movies with black people in it." So mm-hmm. he he was the start of that. Mm-hmm. But like, another one of his movies that I really loved is Watermelon Man. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. No, that one I haven't seen. I, I meant to see it, but I never got around to it. I don't it's know a, what happened, but I, it's I know a, it's a great movie and a commentary on race. It's about a white racist uh, suburbanite guy who wakes up one day. He has a wife and he has a mistress and. He has a good job. He has all the, you know, he has the white picket fence, the whole thing. He's a, he's a bit of a dick. And it's played by um, Godfrey Cambridge, who died way too young. Um, he was only 43, but he was a, he was an, he was like a, he could have been, he would have been a great if he was still alive, if he were, if he didn't, you know, die as soon as he did. But um, he wakes up as a black man. And it's about, it's just a commentary on race, basically. But um, he, yeah, he wakes up one day, he's a black man, and he has to, like, navigate through all the, uh, you know, all the trappings and all the pitfalls of you know, living in white America as a black man in the mm-hmm. early 70s. Very good movie. So I really, really like it a lot. So, but what were you going to say about him? Oh, um, I don't know. I I haven't I can't recall seeing any of his movies, but I know how much of an influence he was. Um you know, and like I said, it's you know, it was a little bit of a dig, but you know, he did give us uh, Mario. And Mario, I looked up his filmography, he's done more movies than I thought, but he's one of those guys who who's riding that middle that middle line of success. You know, he can't like get past being mediocre, you know. His stuff is good, just not quite good enough to be an A-lister. You know what I mean? Oh, he's like yeah. A, he's yeah, like yeah. C++ kind of guy, just barely out of the B-tier kind of thing. Uh, you know, like, what was that Western he did that was supposed to be his big... Posse. Posse, yeah. I was like, dude, this, this movie has potential, but I, I think Billy Zane was basically the devil. You know, it's <laughs> like, I don't. I was like, "Why are you making him the devil, man?" I, I mean, he didn't have to be that that bad, did he? Um, and then he did that other movie um, where he was basically the Terminator Solo. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." It's like you're in well, great he wasn't, shape, but eh, don't care. So, Solo was actually more of a. Uh, it wasn't really the Terminator. He was more 
like um robo it was like a kind of like a robocop type uh it was it he he's he just does okay movies let's be honest it's only really big i mean he's done quite a few actually mario mm-hmm. but his his standout movie was probably he had two and it was probably panther even though it takes some fucking wild liberties with the Black Panther Party, um, uh, Panther, and um, he had a really good movie, Badass, which was a docudrama. Of, he played his dad. That was really good. yes, I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that was really good. Um, but I think his big uh, big standout was probably. Um, Oh, he mostly directs TV now, but the last big movie that I from him that I really liked. Oh God, I don't see anything that's really stand out, stand out. I mean, Jaws: The Revenge. Oh no, no, New no. Jack City, New Jack yeah. City. He didn't, he didn't make Jaws: The Revenge. He was no, no. In, I know he was, I know he was, he in was it, but I'm just it. saying, uh, New Jack City. I'm talking about what he directed, and New oh, Jack. Oh, okay. New Jack City was the big one. Yeah, he did direct New Jack City. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's he directs mostly TV now. He's done a Law and Order. He's done Sons yeah. of Anarchy. He's done uh, NCIS. Um, wow. Oh shit! I didn't know this. He did. Uh, he's done um, Empire, of course. Every black director's done Empire. Yeah. Um, but he's doing. He did. Um, um, one episode of Wu Tang and America Saga, which can go right into what we've been watching. I've been watching this show. I like it, but it's mm-hmm. kind of silly. It's a fictionalized version. It's like it's like a reimagining of Wu Tang Clan story. It's like a fictionalized version of how they became, how they came to be. And uh, it's like um, they take all the facts of how you know, it'd be like. If we did a docu- uh, did a show on how we started this podcast and we just kind of just, you know, blurred the lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. Instead of working at UPS, I worked. Can you kick your cat out? Oh, God. Why is she? I didn't even know you could hear her. Yeah. Hey, stop. Oh, there. Go. Okay. So it'd be like uh, I didn't work at UPS. I worked as, uh, you know, I worked. Uh, yeah, I, I make it more flamboyant. I was actually a secret agent for a shadow government, and you, uh, you, um, uh, you were Mr. Olympia one day. <laughs> you there you know? go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like that. It's like fictionalized, so it, it's fun to watch because I know the story, but it's a different story. So that's actually okay. But he, uh, I've been watching that. Oh, what did you? Did, I also watched uh, the latest. Uh, what if? Uh, what if Loki was? born not loki what if thor was born an only child i saw that one that was uh that was interesting thor was basically a petulant good-natured always in trouble partying teenager. yeah he was just a, he was just a bro he was just a bro yeah yeah i was surfing bro he's like yeah i want to party you know and drink that guy shut down planets <laughs> with his partying oh he just like- he's destroyed planets with his partying and i kind of like the loki <laughs> in this uh in that one you know, oh yeah, he was uh, the ice giant self, not uh, half human or yeah, or, whatever old turned him into. But yeah, I kind of liked I, it. I thought it was, um, I thought it was, it was pretty funny actually. 
I, I mean, I watched it with Eloise. We actually generally, gen, genuinely, you know, laughed. It was actually funny. I mean, some of the some of the shit I liked a lot. So, but it it did, it did. Um, I I wasn't sure if the what if stuff was going to be part of the continuity at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And after that episode, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. No, I'm sure some of it will be. Like some episodes will be part of it. Other episodes are kind of like. Eh, the throwaways, you know, where it's like I will just make just be entertaining in this one, like the Thor one. Oh, it was just entertaining. I never thought for a second that that would be part of the continuity. I mean, how do you how do you write that in anyway? Right. You know, um, you, you you can't. But the rest of them, you probably could. Did you also hear Andrew Garfield wants to be Spider Man again? He uh well that's that's not the uh, Andrew Garfield is one of the Spider Men. He's yeah. already been. Uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, because Tom uh, Tom Holland is contracted to be Spider-Man for at least three more movies, I think. Well, he must decide a new one because I read somewhere that after this one, he's done. And then he has he wants $20 million to continue uh, per film, which I'd give him because his films be, be Spider-Man, dude. I mean, uh, Tobey Maguire aged out of it. You know, and Andrew Garfield, I just thought was a bad pick, but Tom Holland's perfect. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's it's a flawless Peter Parker, and I, I'd give him his twenty million dollars a film. You know, Marvel. It's not like Marvel doesn't have the money. No, you know, I'd definitely pay. Him. So, but I've read that Garfield wants his own Sinister Six. He wants that third movie that he never got. You know, in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. I think Marvel is working on a Sinister Six. Yeah, and I think so. It's in. not because it, it's there is going to there is no no one but Marvel is doing it, new doing it. That was part of the deal with uh, with Sony because it's still on loan. You know, they don't they don't own Spider Man rights. It's still on loan. So I don't think um, I don't think they're going to give up those to anyone to fuck it up. No, I wouldn't. Even even the Venom series. I mean, Venom looks really good. Carnage looks really good, but it doesn't. <laughs> it does. it, Not I don't to know. me. It kind of it kind of looks entertaining. I still haven't seen Venom yet. So yeah, yeah that's how great it is because you still haven't seen. I know, right? I, I know. I, I just it just looks. I'm also amazed at how young Woody Harrelson looks. The man is 62 years old, and he looks takes, like he's no more than 40. Takes care of himself. He really does. He looks great. I mean, I'm yeah. like, dude, I I guess you're white don't crack, man, or however however you want to rhyme that. I mean, he <laughs> you know, he looks great. And I forgot the man is in his sixties. Completely forgot he was that old. Like, wow. You yeah. are impressive, sir. That's too bad your father executed the judge. I don't know why I said that. So Yeah, his dad else? was on was on death row. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, his dad murdered a judge. His dad was a contract killer. Yeah, you believe yes. that? <laughs> what does your dad do, young youngster? My dad kills people for money. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. well, the FBI's here. They'd like to talk to you about your dad, son. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's his childhood, boy. I tell you. Oh, I was going to ask you: Have you been watching Why the Last Man? Why does that sound so not familiar? Um, we talked about it before. I, and it was, it was a, it was a. We talked about it. Oh wait, wait, wait! Last uh, man on last. Yes, um, where he's a, whatever a cisgender is. Um, 
He's the every male on the planet dies, and that's man and animal. Right. Yes. 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 Okay. I know. He's the only one that survived. Mm -hmm. And half the women realize, you know, his mom by default becomes the president because she was like the highest ranking person left. And uh, so a few people that know who she, who he is and know that he's alive um, are trying to keep him alive and uh, other powers that be want him dead. Cause it's just, it's, it's uh, I'm only th- four episodes in, but it's mm-hmm. really, really interesting. It's actually pretty good. Um. Uh. Yeah, I like it so far. So good. We'll see. Uh, Eloise and I also finished season three of Manifest. So now we're just gonna wait with everyone else for season four. And show has gotten very gaudy and preachy, but it's I know. Very, but it's it. I I we well, I enjoy it. I enjoy it for what it is. Um. And it's not like it's not preachy to the audience. It's just. You know, you don't know what it is that's bringing them back, uh, that right. brought them back. But then, everything points to God. But it's it's a it's a really good who you know. It's a fun journey. So I'm watching it. I'm liking it. Well, we we liked it. We're done with it now. We're waiting. But I don't know, uh, I don't know how I would react to coming back five years later from a plane crash. I I. I know everything would be fucked up. I know that for a fact. I know that, well, not fucked up, but just different. Uh-huh. You know? I, I, but would I, would I automatically say God did it? I don't know. I don't know what I would think. It would be a, the weirdest thing to be five years ahead. Well, who knows what this planet would look like, you know, in five years. But it would just be weird to see. So I get that part of it. I just have a hard time getting past the mother. She's so annoying. And it's like, I just wanted her to catch a bullet in the noggin. Oh, my God. For the longest. Well, not for the longest. Up until about halfway through season two, Eloise and I hated her. Yeah. We hated her. But uh, I don't want to give you a spoiler. You you turn around. You turn around on her. Really? Yeah. she, she, She does some shit. And you're like, finally, I don't have to hate you anymore. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I guess I'll turn it on again because I haven't watched it for weeks just because I just got, I had to take a break from her. And oh, how far are you in? Where I was the last time we talked. I think maybe I don't, two episodes I don't, ahead of that. I don't remember. I know I'm uh, still in season... Oh, I think last time we talked you were like season one, episode like nine or ten maybe? No, I'm way farther than that. I'm like it's deep into season two. Um, might be almost to the end of season two. Uh, okay. I, I'll check. Netflix holds on to your to your place in line i suppose yeah 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 so i'll just i'll just look at it and find out you turn around on her and something happens to her where you actually you're actually like oh i was just starting to warm up on her she was you know i was just starting to you know get on her team (laughs) so so well if she dies i'll be happy so yeah well i'll be be, thrilled to death then be happy (laughs) Oh, good. good. <laughs> uh, she's just she's just an awful character. I mean, I, I, I just I never liked. I, I, maybe it's the way the actress is playing the character, but I just no. Never she just does some annoying shit. Yeah. And she wouldn't. She, you know, what really bugged me is she wouldn't let go of that other guy, and, and not. You know, it's just like, well, it, it just just pick it up from where you left off. 
it's it. it's good. It's good. What else have you been watching? Uh, I saw the last episode of Lower Decks, even though it's blanking in my mind what it was. Because <laughs> oh. it wasn't that memorable. This one wasn't that great. Uh, but I love the show. I just can't remember what that last episode was. And that's... What else have I watched? Uh, the wife's been watching NCIS. I've been kind of catching bits and pieces of that. Uh, I still can't understand why that show's been on for 19 years. Almost 20 years. I just, yeah, I don't... I've, I still don't I've tried that. to watch it. But all I want to do is compare it to Law and Order, and it's just no Law and Order. No, so and I, I can't say I can't stand Mark Harmon though. I've never liked him. Oh, really? Uh, no, I liked him in summer school. That I tell you how old I am. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, not a fan. Oh man, that reminds me. Uh, you saw Law and Order's back on uh, SVU's back uh, back. Yeah, my brother uh, called me and said, like, "Man, have you watched that Law and Order organized crime?" I was like, nigga, I told you about that. Oh, yeah. Man, that shit is great, dude. It's the best shit. I was, Calm down. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. I know how great it is. I know how great Dylan McDermott is. He's like, man, he shot his daddy on the Ferris wheel. You believe that shit? He shot him. I was like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 know. I got it. Breathe. <laughs> I was like, Breathe. It's okay. Breathe. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I was, but I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, this is good shit. Uh, I I was just blown away. Now I got to see the first uh, episode of season two, and I know SVU's back. I'm not a big fan of SVU. Uh, oh, screw there, you! I love SVU. No, that's why. There's only so many rapes and murders and child molestation shit I can watch <laughs> before I'm like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> I can't. Every episode is that. But I every episode it, but... of Regular Law and Order was a murder. They were homicide detectives. I can live with murder. It's just the raping. It's just the kids and the rape that I have a hard time with. I can handle a guy killing a bunch of people, but when you throw kids in and you throw in raping, I, I tend to lose interest pretty quickly. Oh, well, I like the show. I still haven't seen uh, episode one of of uh, season two of Organized Crime yet. Yeah, and not because I've been avoiding it. I just hadn't got. I just didn't have the time. It looks good. I mean, I read the synopsis. It looks good. And Family Guy's back. Season yeah. One of- uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I watched that yesterday. Actually, I finally caught up with that and watched it yesterday. Yeah, yeah season twenty. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. It's not not yeah. great, but not bad. Not bad episode. Oh, speaking of uh, shows from um, oh, excuse me. Speaking oh. of shows from um, uh, Seth MacFarlane, you saw you read the Orville will will be back in twenty twenty two. They talked him into doing it because I thought he didn't want to do it anymore. No, he wanted to do it. Really? I they, thought he didn't. I they he didn't stopped it. it they stopped it because it was so costly. Mm, but, okay. But but um but it's coming back in uh season uh episode uh, in twenty twenty two. That man is so busy. I don't know how he how he breathes. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I could work like that, dude. That's I mean, how do you enjoy your money when you're working like that? Or like The Rock. How do you enjoy all those millions and millions of dollars if you're working all the time? Nonstop. Yeah, and you don't take a break. How do you How do you enjoy your money? What's the point in having it if you can't enjoy it? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Seth does so much stuff, man. I just don't. I don't know where the drive comes from to continue doing this. You know, he's worth like $400 million. Mm-hmm. I'd have quit. I'd have quit by now. 
<laughs> I didn't like, well, I'm done working. My portfolio's set. I'm rich. I mean, I'm wealthy. I'm done. I'm going to just travel and watch TV. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing that no more. You know, but I guess he's so talented, though, man. It's, he just makes me jealous. He's so talented. He is, man. He is. He can write. He can, he, does, he can do it all, really. Act, write, sing, compose music. Screw him. <laughs> you know, fuck him. I'm tired of him already. Hope he dies, Seth. No, no I love I, you. No, don't, don't die. You got to still do Family Guy. But once oh, that's geez. done, go ahead and die. Jeez. No, wait. I like American Dad. So finish that up. I haven't watched American Dad in years. Yeah, me either. It's been a while. Uh, is it still on or is it yeah. just in syndication? No, it's still on. It's in like season 17 or so. It's still going. He wow. said once that he would have quit America, uh, Family Guy before American Dad. I'm like, dude, Family Guy is your bread and butter. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't fuck with the, you know, what, what, what pays the bills, man. You can quit American Dad, but yeah. I think he really likes American Dad. He likes doing that right show. But I think he's just tired of Family Guy. Kind of like how, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the guys from South Park are kind of sick of doing South Park. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I forget. Uh, they signed a major deal with, well, I forget which company, but they're going to be uh, kind of a conglomerate. They're going to be doing a bunch of shit. Uh, not just South Park, but like other movies. Uh, they had like some crazy deal. I'll have to look it up. But um, what else have you been watching? Mm, let's see. The what if that... Uh... I finished off that uh, the TV series, which is slipping my mind. God damn, I hate it when my memory goes. Um, with uh, Alan, Alan Cummings, uh, wasn't bad. Um, not really watching much. I've just been kind of after that shot I took, man. I've just been so tired. Still, that's a week ago. I well, know. It's two, wait, it's two weeks ago. I know, and I don't know what is happening. I just feel tired all the time. Not sick, just tired. I mean, the shot just drained me. Um, and I know I got to get a booster here in a little while, uh, but since I'm going to Arizona pretty soon, uh, so I don't know. Oh, just, you are. Oh, that's well, right. So yeah, it's like to feel like my brother and my niece. You know, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to bond with that little, that little bastard soon, somehow. Um, Jesus, what's wrong with you? I don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> she's the okay. cutest little thing, but you know, she's too. I wanted to catch her when she's about six months. You know, where you can still hold them hostage and they can't run away. <laughs> you can forcefully <laughs> bond with them because they can't quite crawl yet or run. So it's like, ah, you're going to stay right here until we start getting along, damn it. But she's two now, so she can just take off. So that's going to be a, it's gonna be interesting to see her. But I haven't really been watching much of, uh, of anything new, you know, just normal stuff, man. Just, I hear you. Nothing new has caught my attention. Oh, did you watch... Um, was it Kate I told you to watch? I still haven't gotten to it. I yeah. started it twice. Mm -hmm. I started it twice, and I fell asleep twice. And not because it was bad. I am just tired. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> uh, it's like, there's not a, for me, I get really busy uh, this time of year, and it just slowly ramps up. And there's just not enough. And I'm starting to date again. So it's like, um, there's just not enough hours in the day. And, no, I hear uh, you, dude. I hear you. It's just, it's rough. Uh, 
but you should watch it. It's really good. I will absolutely will. Oh, all right. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a shorter episode, folks, because I am already crashing. We're gen usually done about an hour ago, <laughs> an hour before. Yeah. It's, this 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 episode is uh, gonna be Frankenstein because we've gotten so many interruptions and mm-hmm. false starts. So, um, and we started later than we usually do to begin with. But I wanted to say, um, uh, the the Trey Parker Matt Stone deal. It was with. Um, Get this. Mm-hmm. They'll be doing stuff. They'll do doing more South Park. They'll be also doing some movies, um, and some stuff for Comedy Central, some stuff for HBO Max. It is a six-year, nine hundred million dollar deal. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Wow, I'm looking at it right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Six years, nine hundred million. And <laughs> they quote. We have fuck you money now. <laughs> no, they do. They really do. They have where they can just, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I can do whatever the I can do whatever the fuck I want to do now. Wow, only, you imagine? I mean, granted, they, they do everything. They write. They create. I mean, they're kind of a jack of all trades. That's why the show is so successful because the overhead is extremely low. Oh yeah, yeah, and. um and it, it's it's and it's also it's like popular to the point of cult status now. I mean, it's just it's just one of those shows like you know Family Guy or like Mass used to be or like Married with Children. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an institution because it's been around so long. People will miss it if it's gone just because it's not there. Even if they don't watch it every week, it's just one of those shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I get it. Yeah. So six years of work of hard work, I'm sure. 900 million that is fucking insane that is retarded money dude that's they're billionaires but, now oh yeah because they're i'm sure they had money to burn before this deal they've been doing south park for over 20 years yeah matt stone is worth 700 million trey parker's worth 600 million jesus i, I look at these two nerds and it's like really you guys are I, wow! What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Nerds run the world. Uh, do they? <laughs> they invent serious? the stuff that runs the world, but do they really run the world? Yeah. Uh, it's it's debatable. Uh, well, okay. No, I get I get what you're saying that that but they invent the stuff that runs the world, but I don't think they're in charge of the stuff they invent. See, that's the thing. Old white men are still in charge of the world. And I don't know when that'll stop, but they are. Old white men like the Koch brother, who's the only one left, which he died to. Yeah, they need to go. Yeah, those guys are the ones that run the world. Matt Trey and and, Matt Stone and these guys, they're still little fish compared to these old, old white men. who. Yeah, true, but we got Bezos. We have, oh, here's something. Yeah, he is younger. He's like fifty-five, I think. Yeah, we have um, we have uh, Elon. So you know, and there's a lot of guys like them th- yeah. that that are changing things. Yeah, because they're both real. They both are nerds. You can't deny that. You know, oh, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bezos so nerdy he's dating his cousin. It's disgusting. It's his second cousin, so it's okay, Marcel. Dude, he's, he's the <laughs> richest man on the planet. Bezos well, can have any woman walking, and he chooses well, his second cousin. There, here's what I here's what I recently found out. He's not the richest man on the planet. He's the richest 
public man on the planet. Apparently, there's you know people. There's uh, usually drug dealers. In, no, no drug dealers. No, there's um there hasn't been a drug dealer that powerful since um since um Escobar probably Escobar. Yeah, he no one has no one has been able to achieve what he achieved. At one point, he was responsible for eighty percent of all coke in the U.S. and and Colombia. He had so much money. Well, I'm not. That's not what I want to talk about. Um, uh, I found out that yeah, Bezos. It's like a race to be a trillionaire between Be- Bezos and um, um, and Elon. But you can you can look it up. But it talks about that was I was this article I was reading. It's talking about they're the richest public people in the world. Uh, there's a lot of people you don't know who they are because they don't want to be known. And they own like countries. They have massive influence. They have mm-hmm. probably trillions of dollars, like the Rothschilds. Yeah. So it's like they are the you know they are the richest people in in public. Yeah, they're know. the cabal that everybody talks about that runs the world. I mean, part of that, some of that stuff, I've always thought was a bunch of bullshit. But it really isn't all bullshit. There is a group of about a hundred people that basically control our lives. You know, they got so much money. So much power, they they're running shit, and mm-hmm. we don't even know who they are. We have yeah. no idea who these people. We could be in line behind one of them at Safeway, have no clue. Yeah, no clue. And that is how I always wanted to be rich. It's like that, where you don't know how much money I've got. You don't know who I am. I never wanted to be famous. I wanted to be rich, you know. But since I don't have brilliant ideas, I. I'd have to settle for if I did become rich, I'd have to be famous too. So that would suck. But yeah, I believe <laughs> that I believe he's you know that uh that he's the richest public guy. There's probably a there's probably a couple trillionaires walking around this planet. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, two or three of them probably run everything, you know, and allow you to become rich and wealthy. You know, if if they feel like you're worthy, they'll let you become rich and wealthy. Otherwise, yeah, they'll just you'll just have a little accident or your idea won't work. You know, like they took uh, like when the government stole all of uh, Nikola Tesla's work, you know, and then oh, yeah. who knows what they did with it, but they stole it. You know, they raided oh. his place and took it all. Oh, they, they, uh, they, yeah, they just, yeah, they just ran that guy through. Yeah. Oh, before I go, something I also was, re- I was reading this article, they talked about Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Now, you know me, I'm very pro union and uh, yes, you are. And uh, I believe it's you know you wouldn't we wouldn't have half the things we take for granted if it wasn't for unions. And uh, I'm all about unions. So um, mm-hmm. there was a there was I don't know if you remember there was an article of a guy that was uh, Elon was um, he owned this guy <laughs> that was giving him shit about unions. And uh, I was like, yeah, get him. You know, I was like, as much as I like Elon Musk. I, you know, there's these like, is there a reason why your company doesn't unionize mm-hmm. and you don't have unions? And he's giving them all kinds of shit. And I was like, yeah, get Elon, get him. And then Elon broke down why he doesn't have a union in his company, Tesla. And when he was done, I even I was like, well, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Really? It was that convincing, <laughs> huh? Well, here's what it was. Okay. They don't have a union because they don't need a union. He has, he's, he, I forgot how the number of employees he has. Every single one of them, they are paid well. Mm-hmm. 
every single one of them, if you come up with an idea that they use, you get to keep the patent on that idea. That is your kidding me. That is yours. He gives away patents. What are you talking about? The stuff he comes up with, he he gives them away. Because I I I knew that man is he? I didn't know that. Oh, he's he's literally someone who wants to change the world. Obviously, Uh, uh, he I I knew he gave away patents, but I didn't know if you come up with an idea and they use it, you get to still keep your patent. Plus, every employee from uh, the engineers to the fucking janitor gets stock is given to them in the company. Wow. I'd love to work for him. He's like, he, he says, I, my demands are extremely high. That's why I, but how many people have actually quit my, you know, he's like, find somebody who quit working here or, quit, Un- ang- or angrily quit. Who, who quit, who find one disgruntled worker. Cause the person that may say that I am an asshole may say that, they work too many hours. None of them will quit, and none of them will say I treat them treat them poorly. No. And he was like, uh, you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> that was like basically what the guy said. Uh, you know, <laughs> that was trying to kind of gotcha interview him. Wow. Well, unions I've always thought of for companies that well, unions unions exist. Yeah. Yes, that's the whole purpose. It's either. Because the company will do some shady shit or has mm-hmm. done some shady shit. That's why the union was there. Or or um, the company, you know, refuses to it's either you're doing shady shit or you've done shady shit. Mm-hmm. And you need you need someone that keeps you honest. That's what unions do. I mean, we wouldn't have a weekend. We wouldn't have a weekend without unions. We wouldn't have child labor laws without unions. We right? wouldn't have we wouldn't have progressive pay scales without unions we wouldn't have so many things without unions uh, you know the fucked up thing is guys like larry elder don't believe in not only unions they don't believe in minimum wage and i also know larry elder deeply wants uh uh children to work again we're talking about he's the, the guy that's uh trying From to california run for, well yeah, he, yeah. yeah he lost yeah he lost yeah by, yeah by a landslide i mean yeah he's uh, a you see his uh his whole thing with um Defending Zimmerman? Yeah, he thinks he's a hero. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's the guy <laughs> that if I, like I told my brother, he's the guy I would emulate if I wanted to lose my soul for, for millions of dollars. I would follow in his footsteps. On the- Larry Elder is the number one uh, cheerleader for white supremacy. Yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I'd, he, I'd put him down. He's, he's, he's on top. He's in the top ten of guys that, you know, if I had a Gotta make the list come true. He's got to go. He's he's yeah. not he's not helping anybody except his own bottom line from 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 white supremacists. I mean, he's just he's a terrible person. He is the biggest piece of shit. And and the funny thing is, if the race war did happen, I think he'd be the first one white people would kill because he's so disloyal to his own. I think they'd kill him first. Oh yeah, how can you respect someone that does that? That's what I mean. I think yeah. him and Candace Owen would die first, and they die confused. They go, why are you acting like this? And then the last words will probably be like, and the other niggas told you what we were like, so here you go. And then yeah. split their throats, and that'd be it. Apparently, Stacey Dash is trying to say so she was going through things during Obama's administration, and that's not her, that, that she was something else. And Oh, no, she's just trying to get back in black folks' good graces since the white folks are done with her. It'll never happen, dude. She no, no, she, so she burned awful. that bridge. She yeah. can go straight to hell. She Fuck nuked her. it. It, yeah. There's, there was. I would tell us that there's no way back. 
you were too awful. You know, you understand? You, you're like, you're on that island with Larry Elder and Candace Owen. We will never let you back. Never, no matter what the white people do to you, we will never let you back. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand. It's like, I found out something about public school that, did you know public school was invented not to educate, but to prepare kids and young adults for life as workers? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I did not know that. And I thought about it when he said, think about it. You're eight hours, nine hours in a place that you stay in. You got to behave. You got to do chores. You got to do tasks. And then you go home and you come back and do it again the next day. And the next day, he said, what is that? He's like, and I was like, I don't know. He's like, that's work. Oh, shit. That is work, isn't it? Because I've always said, and even my mother agrees, who's a um, you know, master teacher. I've never understood why school is eight hours long. You know, it should be four hours. There should be math, science, you know, history, you know, and maybe one other subject and all the other optional courses should come after that. And then that's it. Like in Germany, school's four hours long in Germany. They go to yeah. school for four hours and then they go home or they go play basketball or football or whatever, but they're not stuck in school. Plus, I don't think they start at seven in the morning in Germany. I think they start at like nine. Which is better for kids growing brains is to start later on in the in the morning, not at seven o'clock in the morning. And that that's also been proven to, to 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 slow down your brain development. But I guess, you know, yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. But all the way back, you're right. The union protects us. I just think sometimes, like I've said before, it protects some people too much, like the cops. I've never well, liked- yeah, yeah, they their union is. Uh... Yeah, it, is, it needs to be re. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? At? They need some reform. They they got to man. I mean they they protect everybody as cops, and that's that's the problem with that with their union. Why I want their union broken is because I just wish cops were were at were at will. Not everybody else, just policemen were at will employees. Then it would be so easy to clean up the police and force. It, sh- it should instantly die. And it should be, you know, it should be a lot harder to become a cop. It should take years. That's what I told my brother, and he he still doesn't quite. He's not quite. Oh, of course, my, he doesn't want to do. Yet. He doesn't want that think that because he is a cop. But yeah. I mean, he doesn't. Sorry, he doesn't count. Well, I you understand know? that. I can. He's already in the in you know in in in, in the in that camp. But he under he said that they would they should be trained longer. But he doesn't think two years is. Fuck! Why long. not? Yeah, you're, 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 you can take people's lives and potentially nothing will happen to you. Mm-hmm. I say two years is pretty fucking fair. Yeah. And there's some countries where you can just, what is it? I want to say China where it's four years. Japan, I think it's four years. And their cops are, are, are brilliant at de-escalation. Mm-hmm. They don't murder people on the street because they thought they had a gun. They're too well trained. You know, if, if in those countries you get killed by the cops, that's on you. You probably had it coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You had it coming. I mean, I'm sorry. Their record is so pristine in that that I would jump on that on that side and be like, man, he, he did something. I don't know what he did, but he, he deserved it because they right. don't kill people. Here, every single time. Now, what, what, why did the cop shoot him? What happened? Why did that guy, racist bastard? And then the facts peel in and I may or may not change my mind. But I'm instantly on the person who got shot side in America. Oh, yeah. And other places, I'm, I'm instantly on the cop side. You know, because their record, like in England, if you get shot by the cops in England, 
buddy, you you had that coming because they don't even carry guns. If they had to go pick up guns to come get you, you needed to be shot. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You needed to be shot. All right. Uh, I'm going to leave on a light note. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Real quick. Did you watch any of the Disney Plus uh, Star Wars Visions? No. What is that? It's uh, it's a uh, what is it? Uh, anthology series. Uh, it takes all the Star Wars properties and give. Uh, they're all animated and different uh, different uh, creators, different directors on each episode. They're only like fifteen minutes, and it just expands the Star Wars universe. There's no Darth Vader. There's no Luke Skywalker. There's none of that. It's just hmm. Jedi's exist in this reality. A lot of most of a lot of anime stuff. I watched a few of them Saturday night. It's pretty interesting. And uh, well, this, when this episode's over, folks, um, we're going to have a uh, review with Ed and I in the horror corner talking about um, the movie Malignant. That was uh, the James Wan horror film that is batshit crazy on HBO Max. So I think that's it, folks. Um We'll see you next week. All right. You guys take care. I'll see you later. Peace. Hello. I'm just going to review the movie Malignant. Okay. Um, Directed by James Wan. It is. This movie's fucking crazy. So let me just get into it real quick. I'll give a quick synopsis. Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers what these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. Now, when I first saw this movie, I really thought James Wan had like missed a step. I thought um he, you know, was like, wow, he's uh He's fallen from grace because this guy has directed some really good horror movies over the years. You know, he's done, you know, of course, he did the first Saw movie. He um, he did um, Insidious, The Conjuring, Insidious 2, hell, even uh, The Conjuring 2, even Fast and Furious and Aquaman. So he proves he can do like action. The guy is a top tier director. He's really good at genre films. Excellent. But this movie, it, it, at, when I watched it the first time, I really thought it was like a throwback. Even though it takes place in like uh, the late or the mid two thousands, I think it's where the time period is set. Um, it, it, it's basically this woman has these visions of uh, of like um, murders and stuff, and then it turns out they end up being real. You know, she like wakes up from a vision or from a hallucination and turns out she actually, uh, you know, committed these murders or they she didn't know it was her uh, kind of a mild, mild spoiler. But this movie takes such such crazy turns. It's I don't want to explain it. It's really one of these movies you got to kind of experience because it's just it's like your typical the the whole mood is off. It almost feels like I I may have been I might have been like um pissed off if I saw this in the theater because it is in theaters, but I saw it on HBO Max. I have HBO Max. But um it plays the mood is all off. And some of the acting isn't great and then you find out 
like towards the end, it turns into like a action movie a little bit, and it is super gory. I mean, it doesn't cut away. Like if someone gets stabbed in the face or in the chest, uh, there's no cutaway. You see it. And some of the action is fun to watch. This is a movie, is what I would call like a party movie. If you had people over and you're all drinking or getting high, and it's and you're you know, like bullshitting and watching this at the same time with your friends, this is that kind of a movie. And then I read did some reading. Uh, James one talking about this movie. It is actually like a, a homage to those movies of the '80s, late '70s, early '80s of this just batshit you know, video rentals, because, you know, back in the day, you rent a movie that you knew nothing about, and it was just crazy. This was an homage to those kinds of movies. I think it would have served it better if he had, if this movie was set in that time period, like in the late 80s, or or the early early to mid 80s, or even the late 70s, it would have served it much better. But the woman has these visions, and she, you know, turns out that she has a uh, a twin that is in is stuck in her head, a, like a growth, and it is making her do these things. So she does all these, and he like her 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 unborn twin. Uh, kind of uh, when he does these murders, it makes her joints. She does everything backwards because he's on the back of her head and she had an abusive boyfriend or husband and he slammed her head, kind of waking up this malignant uh, twin that they thought they cut out of her head. And uh, it, it's just, I'm not doing a good job explaining it because it's that fucking crazy. The third act is insane. And uh, it, it is, well, if you know that going in, it's fun. It's great. But if you like the first, because I watched this twice just to see uh, if that was the case. And when you watch it, the second, you know, if you watch it not knowing anything about it, you're like, James Wan's fucking up. But if you watch it knowing that it's kind of an homage to those crazy movies of the 80s, you can enjoy it. I mean, the the action and the deaths and stuff, that's all top tier because James Wan is a good director. But I think... Where this suffers is that it didn't quite sell that it's a parody. Or not a parody, but an homage to those kinds of movies. Because if you, you go in like I did the first time, you're thinking, what the fuck, man? This is what happened to him. So if, if it was like set in a different time frame or a little more tongue-in-cheek, because it, it becomes campy as fuck at the end. But if a little more tongue-in-cheek, I think it would have been easier to sell because... Upon first viewing, I didn't know what was what was going on with him. I thought, you know, like, did he just not give a shit? But knowing what I know now, it absolutely is a great homage to those crazy 80s slasher flicks. All right. So that's my review. Um, we'll see you guys next week.